This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. The Alabama Supreme Court has now set a date for another execution of a death row inmate. Joe Nathan James Jr. has been serving time for the murder of his girlfriend, Faith Hall, in Jefferson County. He was convicted of that crime back in 1996 and was convicted again in 1999 after a retrial occurred. The state Supreme Court has now made July 28th the date for his execution. This will make James the second inmate put to death in 2022 so far by the state Supreme Court, unless, of course, an appeal is made and an injunction is offered by the U.S. Supreme Court. The issue of a passenger train rail service along Alabama's Gulf Coast is now entering into a mediation process. The Federal Surface Transportation Board has ordered this process to get underway between Amtrak, who is seeking the passenger rail, and railroad freight companies like CSX and Norfolk Southern, who are objecting to this plan. This ordered mediation is for the next 30 days, but could have an extension offered. Amtrak made an application back in 2021 that sought to allow for inner-city passenger trains along the same lines that are used by CSX and Norfolk Southern in the areas between Crescent City and Mobile. Passenger service between New Orleans and Mobile was shortened and in some places ended altogether following Hurricane Katrina back in 2005. Since then, Amtrak has been seeking a return of the passenger rail that would move between New Orleans and Mobile with stops in Biloxi, Mississippi and other destinations. The freight companies say this will disrupt their current operations. Five workers at a Red Bay daycare center are indicted for the death of a four-month-old baby. Autumn Wells died at the Tiny Tigers daycare after she was put in a crib on her stomach for an extended amount of time. Angeline Chambly... Peyton Gann, Madison McAlpin, Tia Gann, and Hannah Letson are now facing manslaughter charges along with false reporting. Authorities say that two of those women tampered with a witness and another woman tampered with physical evidence in the case. The owner, Angeline Chambly, is facing charges for considering a 17-year-old aide as staff at that daycare and then placing her in the 7-day-old to 24-month-old classroom along with operating with improper staff-to-child ratios, which violates Alabama statutes. A man in Lauderdale County is headed to trial to face 300 counts related to child pornography. 49-year-old Michael Newell was first indicted back in 2019 with the production and possession of child pornography. Newell's case involves a victim that is 11 years old. The trial for Newell has been delayed due to the COVID-19 virus outbreak and is finally set to begin today, June 13th. An officer-involved car crash occurred on Interstate 59 near Springville. The Alabama Law Enforcement Agency says that a Gadsden woman driving a vehicle struck the trooper's vehicle, which was parked alongside the highway at the 155-mile marker. That officer was on duty. Both drivers had to be hospitalized. Aaliyah's Traffic Division is investigating. There's no word yet on the conditions of either of the two drivers. The city of Birmingham is making changes to public services ahead of the World Games that are set to begin July 7th through the 17th. A satellite location will be running from June 27th to July 15th so that a more secure perimeter can be created in the downtown area and around City Hall as the international competition comes to town. That satellite office will be located on Tuscaloosa Avenue 
and will be open for applying for permits and business licenses, as well as taking finances such as business taxes and permit fees. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, House Democrats on the Select Committee for the January 6th Capitol breach have are continuing their public hearings this week. Meanwhile, a judge in Washington, D.C., is talking to the Associated Press and saying that those charged in the Capitol breach are being treated differently in court. U.S. District Court Judge Trevor McFadden is criticizing the prosecutors who are bringing cases against those who entered the Capitol building. McFadden says the prosecutors are seeking jail time for those who were nonviolent. He compared that to how prosecutors treated activists who protested Donald Trump's nomination of Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. The judge also read out a list of other protests, especially the 2020 summer protests regarding the death of George Floyd, and he revealed the statistics on how few of those were actually prosecuted by the same U.S. attorney. McFadden says it would be more credible to listen to the U.S. attorney's charges in these recent trials if he also showed the same concern for other riots and mobs in Washington, D.C. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre was asked about the stock market woes this week by Fox News reporter Peter Ducey. Here's what she had to say. Uh, We know families are concerned about inflation in the stock market. Uh, That is something that the president is is really aware of. And so, look, we face global challenges. We've talked about this. Uh, this We're not the only country dealing uh, with what we're seeing at the moment as it relates to inflation. You know, Putin's price hike, inflation, uh, coming coming out of a a once-in-a-generation global pandemic, all, all of those things play a factor. And, uh, and, you know, but the thing, the way that we see this is that the American people are well positioned uh, to face these challenges because of the economic historic uh, gains that we have made uh, under this president, under this president in the last 16 months. Okay, so as you say that Americans are well positioned to weather this stock market decline, what is the president's message to somebody who might want to retire, but their 401k is getting wiped out? So we know we know that the, that higher prices are having a real effect on people's lives. We get that, and we are incredibly focused on doing everything that we can to make sure that the economy is working for every American people. But we are coming out of the strongest job market in in American history, and that matters. And that a lot of that is thanks to the American Rescue Plan, which only Democrats uh, voted for that. Republicans did not, and it led to uh, this this economic boom, this historic economic boom. That we're seeing Didn't with it also jobs. Lead to historic inflation? No, that is no. not. That is that is that is not uh, that is not how we're seeing the American Rescue Plan. While inflation has hit an all-time high and gas in all 50 states is now above five dollars a gallon, Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi still found some time to unwind with all the pressures of her job, and she made a guest appearance on the RuPaul Drag Race, which is a drag show for men. This is where Pelosi interacted with men dressed as women, not just women, though, but bizarre and outlandish women in bizarre and outlandish costumes. Here is what was recorded for that show where 82-year-old Pelosi was asked for words of wisdom by the drag queens. With all the challenges facing our nation, what words of wisdom do you have for us? Well, the single most important thing I can say is to vote. With the midterm elections coming up, it's very important for people to make their voices and their vote heard. 
Well, thank you so much for the work you've done and the work you continue to do tirelessly for our freedom. Your tenacity is something that we all look up to. We throw the word master class around here all the time, but that sarcastic shady clap you do was <laughs> epic. It was completely unintentional. <laughs> we have prayers in our hearts to keep you strong. Well, thank you for that. May God bless America. Can I get a, an amen? Amen! <laughs> thank you, Madam Speaker. Fourteen countries in the Middle East and in Asia have banned the release and showing of a Pixar movie, which is based on Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story. The ban comes after Disney included a same-sex kiss between the animated characters of a female space ranger and another woman. That scene had been taken out, but then was put back in by Disney before going to the international market. Now the United Arab Emirates says the film violates their media content standards. Other countries like Saudi Arabia, Egypt, Indonesia, Malaysia, and Lebanon have also issued bans on the film, but not the reasons why. Disney maintains that they will not cut that scene out. Remember Hootie and the Blowfish? The longtime drummer and songwriter for the band, Sonny Sunfield, says he has returned to his childhood faith after decades of drug addiction and misery. Sunfield spoke on CBN about his latest memoir detailing his hell of a ride with the band and his subsequent healing with Jesus. After age 40 and now into my mid-50s, it is a celebration. It's what birthed the music I make because I struggle less with relationships. I struggle less with my band because life is a pretty big celebration when you found Christ, when you have uh, realized a little more clearly the truth of yourself and going forward you're not just looking over your shoulder at all the things you've done i've healed some old relationships i've made amends i've done some things to resolve the past and it leaves me with writing the story of my future uh, which includes jesus which includes a healthy family which includes a healthier band and i want to write about that not only in a book so people can celebrate it but in my music too that memoir will be released on june 28th you're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. Don't miss out on Right Side Radio with host Phil Williams as he talks about what's in a name and, for that matter, what's so big about a Trump endorsement. So, yeah, story off The Daily Beast. Phil, did you go to The Daily Beast? Yes. Yes, I did. Why? Because they're talking about it. Daily Beast has an article that says, yeah, this endorsement did not leave all of Trump world willing to back Brit. Very clear. Uh, I mentioned it earlier with Mo Brooks on the line, but Fox News host Mark Levin, whose show follows my show, he'll be on right after me every day, as a matter of fact. The words out of his mouth, uh, actually on his Twitter account, were, this is a gut punch. He said, very disappointing. Britt is a McConnell-supported rhino praised by the head of the Alabama Democrat Party. I hope Mo Brooks can pull it off. Lord knows we need his conservative voice and vote in the Senate. That's the direct quote from Mark Levin. Wow. Um, another uh, former Trump spokesperson, Katrina Pearson, I don't know her, but she apparently um, uh, had a, uh, a, a position in the Trump administration. She's writing this Katie Britt, and she was sharing an article talking about uh, Katie Britt being an establishment person. This Katie Britt? Of course he did. 
another pro-Trump writer named Ryan Gadersky uh, had uh, a quote to say about it that I'm not going to read on the air. And then, you know, it just went on from there, even down to the point that, you know, the interesting thing is Trump said in his endorsement, the opposition says Katie is close to Mitch McConnell, but actually she is not. In fact, she believes that McConnell put Mike Durant in the race to stop her, which is very possibly true. Then why did Mike, did, did Mitch McConnell just spend millions of dollars from his leadership pack on her campaign? That, that makes no sense, sir. Listen, I understand you can endorse who you want to. I think the better part of valor in this case would have been just stay out of it at this point. If you don't want to endorse Mo Brooks, you don't jump over to the person that you've been insulting all along. You can find more of that podcast at rightsideradio.org. If you're enjoying the daily detail and the information being presented here, feel free to drop a five-star rating on the main page of the daily detail, which will be found either on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I'm Andrea Tice. I will be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 